Hello, pup parents, and welcome to today's episode of the Perfect Pup Podcast. I'm excited for this episode. This is one that I feel like I might have the most expertise out of all the topics that I cover. I'm going to talk about running with your dog. I'm going to talk about how to do it safely, some things to think about, how to decide if it's even right for you and your dog, and of course, the gear that you're going to need, how to work your dog up to longer distances, and how to have an enjoyable experience with your dog. So let's get right into it. One quick laundry list thing. I'm only going to be publishing every other week now. I have in past done every week, and I'm bumping that out to every other week. There are multiple factors for this. Um, I hope that you still enjoy the podcast and get a lot of value out of it. And hopefully by doing some fewer episodes, I will be able to do higher quality and more in-depth episodes that uh, hopefully I have a little more research and just kind of time devoted to them. So feel free to give me any feedback that you have on that. But let's get right to the episode now. I personally have a pretty good amount of experience when it comes to running with dogs. I have been going on runs with my two Labrador retrievers for over three or four years now, pretty consistently. And in the past year to year and a half, I've been going on runs probably three to six times per week with my dogs. When we go on runs, we typically run through Central Park in New York City. And in Central Park, you can have your dogs off leash before 9am. And so we typically do our runs off leash. But I also have logged hundreds of hours with them connected to me around my waist, which I'll talk more about later. All that to say, I have a lot of experience running with dogs. I have done long distances with them as well and have progressed up to where they can comfortably do that. And I want to talk about how you can safely and then have enjoyable experiences running with your dog. I'm going to give you nine essential tips that are going to make running with your dog a little bit better. So the first thing before you ever go out on a run is to assess your dog's running capabilities. You probably know if your dog is going to be up for the task of going on runs, but a few things to think about is just going to be your dog's energy levels. Some dogs are just a little bit more of couch potatoes and they have low energy and they may not want to go running. Um, it's important to look at your dog's age. We'll talk more about it, but you don't want them to be too young. You also don't want them to be too old. If your dog is getting up there in age, you know, sometimes certain organs like their heart or their lungs might not work as well. They might have joint issues. And on that note too, if your dog is, has a predisposition to certain health problems, or you have a dog with a short snout, like a pug or a, a pit bull, sometimes the breathing can be an issue for them. And above all, talk to your vet. Just make sure that they're in good enough health to go running with you. The second point, and I kind of mentioned it, is don't start too young. So starting too young can cause issues with your dog's joints and growth plates. So it's generally recommended to not start running consistently with your dog until they're at least a year old. And for larger breeds, sometimes it's 18 months. Again, talk to your vet. Truthfully, this is one of the mistakes that I made. I just didn't really know any better. And I started running with my dog, Sunny, probably at a little bit too young of an age, and it may have contributed to some of her hip problems. Um, so don't start your dog too young. The third thing, make sure that your dog has some essential behaviors and skills down. I don't want to say that they have them perfect or that they're absolutely the best on leash, but it's important to have some kind of foundational training, uh, especially on some specific behaviors. Those would be leash walking. Uh, I will say that sometimes, you know, the experience of going running with your dog can 
make pulling worse. I have seen that with my dogs where if I'm going on a lot of leashed runs, uh, you know, when I start to just go on walks or we're just walking, sometimes they do have a desire to pull because it can be hard for them to kind of switch gears. Um, another one is if you're going to do off leash runs for sure, make your dog, make sure your dog has a solid recall and then work on things like impulse control, leave it. You know, if you're running around, there's certainly going to be other dogs, squirrels, bikes, and you don't want your dog pulling, lunging after all of those things. But again, know that, you know, I started running with my dogs and they, they weren't perfect at a lot of these behaviors. They're still not, uh, but it's good to have a foundation. The next part is to make sure you have the right gear. I cannot tell you how important this is. When I first started running with my dogs, I would run with both of them and I had two leashes, one in each hand, and they were just normal six foot leashes. And it was the worst. It seriously was awful. And then I upgraded and said, okay, let's get a, a handheld leash that splits at the end so that, you know, they're both connected to one leash. And that was better, but I, I just hated that motion of, of running with something in my hands. And, you know, if, if you've run before, or if you haven't run a lot, sometimes you notice that it, it's just annoying to be kind of holding something in your hand, you know, the motion of what your arms are doing is actually really important for running form and having a leash in my hands. It just always felt like I was off balance or something just what didn't feel right. So I did some research, talked to people, and I finally found a, a hands-free leash. It just clips around my waist. And then it has for, in my instance, a double leash as well, so that both my dogs are connected to me via one leash that's around my waist and it makes the world of difference. I'm telling you, if you currently run with your dog and you do it with the leash in your hand, I just implore you to try with a hands-free leash. And I'll have a link to the one that I use that I have used for years and love it and it's still held up. Um, it's also a great idea, in my opinion, to have a harness. I just never liked the idea of running with my dog um, where they have a collar on. I just always am worried about them getting caught on something or, you know, they're slipping out of their collar, especially with running. It, it's just, it's not a risk I'm willing to take. I really like using the Freedom No Pull Harness. We offer it here at Pupford as well. That's what I've used with my dogs for years. I do it on the back clip. I've found if you try and run with the front clip, with, with the leash on the front clip, it just, it's awkward for your dog. It kind of pulls them in a weird way. It's not an enjoyable experience. A couple of the things you want to have, a lot of people will use uh, boots or shoes for their dogs. I personally don't typically, but a lot of people enjoy them and think that they're um, good for their dogs. I also like having a portable bowl. I use a soft one. You know, there's a lot of ones that are kind of the harder, more collapsible ones. I personally use the soft one because it's really light and I actually clip it onto my dog's harness and she carries her water bowl because, you know, that's a life lesson, right? Sometimes you got to pull your own weight, literally. Uh, and also make sure you bring poop bags. Don't be the person, you know, a lot of people out there, they don't like dogs. They, they just kind of tolerate them. And every time you leave poop out on the streets or at a park or something, you're just, you're ruining it for everyone. So please just pick up your dog's poop. The next tip after you've gotten the right gear and you're ready to go for this run is to start slow. And by slow, I mean distance, time, pace, just generally how you are going for these runs, do it slowly. And what I would recommend is if you're wanting to get into running with your dog, I'd recommend just when you're out on a walk, you know, prep like you are going to do it as a run, but just, you know, maybe walk for five minutes and then run for a minute or two and do a slow jog. 
and then go to walking again and, and just keep an eye on how your dog's doing. You know, that incremental progression, just like with training, with dog behavior, you're not going to, you know, let your dog off leash 100 yards away and expect them to come back to you. You're going to start in a controlled environment. You're going to do a short distance and you're going to progress up. And it should be the same with running with your dog. And I will say there too, the next point, as you're doing this, look for signs of your dog being tired. Heat exhaustion, dehydration, those things can happen pretty quickly for our dogs. We'll talk more about weather in a minute, but just keep an eye on how your dog's doing. You know, sometimes they, uh, I will say that, you know, the pureness of our dog's heart, sometimes they don't want to let us know that we're tired. So we need to just be paying attention to their, their body language. You know, are they, are they looking nervous or scared? Are their ears tucked? Is their tail tucked? You know, is there excessive panting? Are they, you know, trying to pull off to the side of the road or the trail? Or are they searching for shade? You know, these types of things can be indicators that your dog is overly tired. And, and on that note, make sure when you're running with your dog, more so than you typically would if you're running by yourself, give your dog frequent breaks, give them water, make sure that they're doing okay. You can check their paw pads, those types of things. On a similar note with kind of starting slow and, and keeping an eye on your dog is just be aware of your pace and your distance. So I've been running with my dogs consistently for three years or more now. But when I first started, it was usually just a mile, maybe two miles. And part of that was me, right? Like I was just getting into running and I, I was progressing slowly with my own pace and my own distance. Um, and now, you know, we've worked up to the point where I can go on really long runs with my dog, with my dogs. And, you know, but that didn't happen overnight. It was, you know, we would start slower and we do a couple miles and, and it's all about that incremental progress and just keeping an eye on how your dog's doing. Another point here is to be aware of weather and the terrain. So I think we're all aware that, you know, the heat affects our dogs differently, but when it comes to running, it's even more of an issue because it's not like you're just out going for a casual walk. It's exercise. Your dog's heart rate is up. Your heart rate is up. You know, think about how much you sweat when you go out for a jog and then envision that your dog, not envision, but realize that your dog is wearing a fur coat over their entire body. So if you're hot, if you're sweating, imagine how hot your dog is. So when it gets really warm, you know, in the middle of the summer, it's not a good idea in most instances to go out for a run with your dog uh, in the hot part of the day. If you want to keep running and if you want to continue that habit, you know, do it early in the morning, do it in the evening, you know, do it at cooler times or cooler days. Just be aware that the weather can definitely affect your dog. And when it comes to terrain, it can change how you approach your runs as well with your dog. You know, running on pavement, if it's, again, if it's warm, that pavement can be hot on your dog's paws. If you're doing trail runs, just be aware if there's a lot of rocks or branches or trees or just things that your dog is having to navigate, that should kind of slow down your pace. And then even things like ice, right? Like it can be dangerous for you as well as your dog. So a lot of things to think about there and hopefully kind of get your thoughts moving on, on how you can have um, enjoyable runs and safe runs with your dog. And the ninth tip, and truly what I think is most important, is to have fun and let it be an experience to bond with your dog. I, like I said, the past year to year and a half, I have been running with my dogs on average four, five, sometimes six days a week. And we go anywhere from three to six miles when we go out. And I can tell you, you know, they can't verbally say it to me, but I know my dogs enjoy the experience. They, when I say, let's go on a run, right? Like they're, they're excited, they're ready. They 
love the experience of just getting out and exploring and being with me. It's a powerful experience. And, you know, I, I will say too that I found that running with my dogs has improved my relationship and my communication with them because, you know, as I'm running, specifically where I run in Central Park, it can be crowded. And, you know, we've learned to have to kind of communicate better with each other about changes of direction, slowing down or speeding up. And I've been able to just tune in a little bit more with my dogs and they've been able to, you know, I guess better understand each other and be in tune with each other. And I will say too, I really look forward. I'm one of those people, um, call me weird, whatever. I, I like running. I enjoy it. It's therapeutic for me, but I also enjoy it because it's time that I get with my dogs to not be worrying about anything else and to just be enjoying nature and my dogs and, and the experience of getting healthy exercise and having healthy habits together. It's just so, so powerful. And I want to relay one quick experience that was just really exciting for me and, and really was kind of this moment where it felt like all the work that I've done with my dogs paid off. Uh, just this last week, I, I ran the New York City Marathon. It was my first marathon. It was hot. It was super hot. It was one of the hottest uh, days on record uh, for the New York City Marathon in recent years. It was so, so hot. And I was struggling the last bit. You know, after mile 20, my muscles were tightening up and I was just feeling rough and I didn't want to keep going. But as weird as it sounds, I just envisioned myself running with my dogs and the energy that they have and wonderful experiences I've had running with my dogs. And those kind of thoughts just kind of kept me going, kept me moving forward. And I will say, you know, running with your dogs, it's, it's a great experience to bond with them. And if you are a serious runner who is looking to improve times and, and is looking to, you know, have better training, I found that running with my dogs has really actually helped my training because if I have them on my leash and, and we're running, I found that if I'm under, you know, if I'm going too slow, they have to kind of do like a trot almost walk and it's less of enjoyable for them. So it's kind of forced me to run faster. And again, it all depends on your breed and, and your dog's capabilities. But, you know, I took my dog scout uh, a few weeks ago out on a 12 mile run and, you know, she was just motivating me. She was keeping me going. She was going fast. She was ready to run the whole time. And it, it you know, it helped me run really quickly and, and improve uh, on my training. So I hope you found this episode enjoyable. If you hate running, that's all right. You can still implement some of these tactics for going on hikes or for going on longer walks or even, you know, faster walks with your dog. If you love running and you have a dog, try it out. Try running with your dog. See how it works for you. If you haven't already, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or subscribe on YouTube if that's where you're watching. I hope you enjoyed this episode. But other than that, we will catch you on the next episode.